Welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. A workplace is where you spend most of your time as you are usually in the office most of the day. Therefore, a workplace should be comfortable and secure for all and sundry. Workplace harassment is common but usually not openly spoken about as many individuals are not even sure what is considered harassment at workplace. Hence, most cases go unnoticed, unreported, or swept right under the carpet. According to Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC, harassment can include offensive jokes, slurs or name-calling, physical assault, threat, intimidation, ridicule or mockery, and interference with work performance. And this happens consciously and unconsciously in most establishments. Some women who have experienced workplace harassment and victimization share their stories with us. It was during my NYSC year where I served. I was basically a presenter and I was presenting or co-presenting with some senior colleagues for the breakfast show in the morning. So I had to be at work 7.30 mostly, very early. And that was before my other core members came in or before most of the staff usually come in. I would come in because unlike my male counterparts that were on the show, I had to wear makeup. So I came in really early to do my makeup for the show at 8. Mm. So mostly I was the first person. And then um, the manager at this time, he also usually comes in very early. So whenever he comes in, he's like trying to be all huggy, touchy-touchy. And it really made me uncomfortable. But I was a core member and I just wanted to like put myself out there. So I was just trying to race through it and not complain because I wasn't sure what the intentions were at that point. So it happened for several mornings whenever I come into work. Then one time, I think he tried to kiss me on my neck. So I was wearing makeup and I was facing the mirror and he had come in and I didn't even know. I just felt somebody hold me from behind and try to kiss my neck. And I feel like that was the very first time that I was like aggressive towards him because I was like, firstly, I was shocked whoever that was. And then secondly, why? So after that point, um, that happened. So things were a little weird mm. at work so during the day when everyone had come in he would randomly call for me to come into his office and when i step into his office he would walk to me and hug me and refuse to let go and literally i'll be screaming but like i'm trying for people not to come in and see us in that position and i'm also so uncomfortable and i'm saying let me go let me go so there's a colleague of mine who notices that every time i go into the office Whenever I come out, I was like upset. Hmm. And then because we used to sit together. So he wasn't sure what was up. And then one day he asked me and that was like the door to me even ever talking about it. Because like I was a comment, but I didn't really trust other people with me as much. So I wasn't sure what if I tell somebody and then that person is the go-to guy. And the person goes to say, I said this. So when he asked me that, what do I usually go to the manager's office to do? I said nothing. He was like, no, there has to be something. Because every time I go there, I stay a while. And whenever I come out, I'm like really pissed. So I started to cry. And then I told him usually like what happened. Mm -hmm. And then he started to tell me that I should like be aggressive towards him. He's going to stop. Like I should boldly tell him no, tell him to stop. When he calls me and I realize that it's nothing serious and it's nothing work related I should say I'm not interested because I now had like somebody talking to me and like felt like somebody was on my side mm -hmm. so I started to do that to him and then he started to lash out on me so usually when I do work he would 
curse me out and insult me in front of the other call members. Other people would do something wrong and somehow it's on me. And then there was this day where he just called me in front of every all the other call members because we had a project. And he was just insulting me. And so at that point, I didn't even really care. I just really felt bad because he was humiliating me in front of everyone. And then I didn't know how to say, oh, this is why he's, you know, humiliating me. But what that did to me was I braced up more. So every time he made advances, like that or try to hug me, I would tell him like to his face not to touch me and stuff like that. So it started to reduce. But I didn't really stop because I'm not even sure what kind of human being he was. How did this make you feel and how were you were you able to get justice in the long run? Yes I was. Yes I was. And primarily because I later spoke to someone um in a position of authority about it. That was it. Who was that? So I spoke to I think at the time her position was the admin. Okay. I'm not even sure. Yes, her position was the admin. So I spoke to her. Basically, she even asked because she noticed I was pretty hardworking and all of that. And because I told one person about it, somehow rumors started to spread within. Mm. So people were guessing. And then she called me in one evening and then she asked me to my face, is there anything like that? So I said, yes. And then she said, okay. The next thing I know, the next day I came to work and the owner of the company was there and he asked me the same thing. And I said, yes. Mm. And the manager was let off in June. I have been harassed at some at some points. I'm a media practitioner and I'm working in one of my offices, a media house. Years ago, I had this boss who liked everything in scripts. He was always attracted to almost every girl and wanted to flirt and, you know, have some very nasty and just carry out not, naughty things with so many people, as many people as he can possibly get. And so um, on a few occasions, he tried that with me, bringing the whole... Um, I want to hug you, uh, maybe come sit on my lap. Hearing certain statements that shouldn't be in a workplace. I wasn't a full staff then, and that was where I was serving. So how yes. did that make you feel? It was mixed feelings. First of all, I think it was more of anger. I was so, so angry. Did he intimidate you at some point? Because you Yes, he did intimidate me at some point. At some point, I got queries, unnecessary queries. He sent me to night assignments. And when I tell him, no, I don't want to go out at night, he brought serious issues, telling the HR to give me queries and all of that, even at the slightest thing. What did you do? Well, what I did there was to speak to senior colleagues at work. I also noticed that it wasn't just me. 99.9% of the other girls, particularly interns and other core members, because of course it was they were easy praise. I was so frustrated I wanted to leave. But somehow, some other people said, I've just managed now. Yeah, he even particularly told me he was going to frustrate me to the point that I'm going to eventually quit my TTA, last change that place, and NYC would give me extra one year. So lots of threats coming in. But some of my senior colleagues encouraged me and saying I was going to pull through and they were going to maybe talk sense to him or somehow somehow he's going to get you know get back to the senses but eventually we could be reported okay. and i'm saying we because we, we summoned up courage it wasn't just about me like me and every other girl that had gone through that kind of embarrassment from this book and reported to the overall boss and actions drastic actions measures were taken against him they fired him those were some women telling us the stories of how they were harassed and victimized at their workplace hmm what a tale you are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss and Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina. We will be going on break. Do stay. You are welcome back. 
This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're talking about how companies can set up the right policies against workplace harassment. Before we went on break, we spoke with some women who shared their tales on how they were harassed and victimized at their workplaces. Just in a recent development, the Independent Corrupt Practices Commission, ICPC, called for a review and update of laws that prohibit sexual harassment at workplaces, saying that the menace has persisted, but perpetrators escape justice over the years. Does that mean that the laws in place before were not justice enough? What exactly does the law say about workplace harassment? Well, I put these questions and more to a human rights lawyer who is also an activist. Gladys Rebecca Emanuel, I'm a human rights lawyer and a gender advocate. Generally, in Nigeria, for starters, we have constitution, which although doesn't discuss sexual harassment and all of that in much depth, but it talks about human rights and certain things. Most recent, we have the Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act. So that one is all encompassing. It talks about various forms of violence, regardless of where it is, whether it's in public or private life. They should take note of the VIP Act, which is Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act. And depending on what part of Nigeria they are in, if they are in Abuja, then um, the vape act suffices. If they are in the northeastern part of Nigeria, they might want to look a bit at the penal code. Okay, so in the case of this now, actually in the case of the core members we spoke about now, they mm-hmm. took it up with the HR in their department and the man okay. in question was just fired. So in such case mm-hmm. where the company decides to just fire, can these young people decide to take it up aside from the Who do they report to? For starters, every organization should have their own internal policies, right? If they have these internal policies that regulate acts like this, it's totally fine. But just firing that person, it doesn't really do justice to it because he could go ahead to be employed and he might decide to continue such acts of harassment. Mm. So what they can do is they can actually sue. They can actually sue him directly. If maybe it goes further than that and says, okay, um, the organization also behoves on itself to sue the particular individual and all of that and then this particular organization fails to accomplish that other part of it then then they can sue both him and the organization what kind of punishment is this perpetrator likely to face if he's being sued and the case is being taken to court depending on the severity of the form of sexual harassment that is being faced again Mm. if this um organization if they are like a professional body maybe like lawyers or medical doctors or engineers, they also have um, their own disciplinary um, council. These ladies can as well write a petition to those various disciplinary bodies. So sometimes it ranges from fines to several months imprisonment or years imprisonment, especially if threats to life has been accompanied because sometimes we know that um, young employees, one of the things that they face is aside sexual harassment. You hear things like, oh, if you, if you say a word of this to someone else, I'll ensure I come after you and all of that. So if they're able to prove that, that is additional now. Okay. You know how you say, okay, you have to look out for A, B, and C. So what should mm-hmm. young employees look out for in terms of companies' policies to protect them from sexual harassment? Okay, so they need to look out first if this particular organization, their HR unit, for instance, you need to check what are the kind of principles that guide them. I would usually advise people to look out for first, is there a financial management policy? Is there a sexual harassment um, 
policy or a policy against sexual harassment, is there also a policy that kicks against exploitation? I know some of us do not have that knowledge, but if most people, most young employees take time to just go through an organization's website, check what policies they have first before applying or before um, acting to intern in those various organizations, I think to a large extent, we might be able to limit some of this. All right. So finally, now as an activist now, do you think these, the, the, like I, when I listened to the stories of these girls and you spoke about either fines or some years imprisonment, do you think that's just mm-hmm. is enough? Why do you think most of these girls hardly ever speak up? They find a way to resign or run away. First of all, it's not justice enough. There is nothing that is good enough to, would I say, compensate or pacify someone who has gone through sexual harassment. But again, looking at the laws, looking at human rights, we also need to consider that that other person is a human being in as much as he or she is a perpetrator. So the best that can be done for them is, or the best punishment they can get is the years imprisonment and maybe the fines attached or either of them. Although it's not justice enough, but as we stand, that's the best any individual can get. And another reason why people do not speak up is the fear of stigmatization. Mm. You do not want to be labeled as, oh, she was harassed at work. They would say, perhaps she was dressed indecently. Perhaps she's been giving him green light. Another reason is the road to justice is very long. Mm. Um, It might take months. It might take years. Yes, sometimes, sometimes halfway through the process, they tell you there's no sufficient evidence or the case is thrown out and then the perpetrator is roaming the streets free. So these are some of the reasons why people do not speak up. That was Gladys Emanuel, a human rights lawyer and an activist speaking. According to Celeste Ng, a Chinese-American novelist, if you see harassment happening, speak up. Being harassed is terrible. Having bystanders pretend they don't notice is infinitely worse. It is a collective responsibility to keep everyone in the workplace safe, not just the responsibility of the victim. God bless Nigeria and Nigerians. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss and Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina. If you have questions or comments or suggestions of topics you would like us to talk about, or if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Okazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Music.